Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode features Chris Kelly and I talking about WrestleMania 12, which existed. It's we're, we're getting there. It's getting good. This one exists, but it's not great. So whatever. Read the Wikipedia page. You don't really need to watch it before you listen to the podcast. It's a fun WrestleMania, though. It's not the worst thing in the world. The worst thing in the world is also not WrestleMania. Let's be fair. Because uh, we weren't being fair before. Sorry about speaking in the superlative. Time for plugs. This Saturday, November 14th, 8x8 returns to the Black Cat in Washington, D.C. If you just listen to the talk show and don't know we have a variety show, we have a variety show. It's called 8x8. We've released a few of the episodes. It's been going for a handful of years. It's a lot of fun. This episode is special because it's going to be Jack on Fire's last show. And uh, you might like them if you're in Washington, D.C., because they advocate for uh, burning down the Brixton, which is a place that a lot of people don't like, so you might like Jack on Fire. The other plug is, this is so important to me, if you could come, I'd be very grateful, if not, completely understand. On November 25th, that's two weeks from today, Wednesday, November 25th, we were recording You Me Never Ready Live, six-year anniversary show at the Hideout in Chicago, Illinois. Esmeralda Leon will be there, and many, many other people, Stephanie Haas, the Butterball Sisters, Jeremy Tromberg, so many people. It's going to be a lot of fun. So those are the two plugs. Saturday, November 14th, D.C., Wednesday, November 25th, Chicago. 8 by 8 you mean they're already alive. Here it is, WrestleMania 12. We're almost in the edit here. This one was not good. It wasn't horrible. That's the thing. It, it didn't. It never crossed over to fun, though. No. Are right, we recording? Well, yeah, we're recording. It's WrestleMania 12, the WrestleMania we've all been waiting for. The most athletic of all WrestleManias. Well, I think they actually, it's the most, they try to make it the most sports-like. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it, that's driven by our main event. But, I mean, that's that's the only thing that I noticed that was different about what they were trying to do here there are two things that were completely different let's just run through the cart it's a super yeah super no it's okay so it's a very it's a short one and it's very strange the the it's a this just to set the table it was march 31st 1996 mm-hmm. we're at arahad pond in anaheim mighty ducks I guess. yep mighty ducks there you go at the time i think mighty ducks now just the ducks the ducks oh yeah 96 would have been right yeah right in there um they're a very very good hockey team good job ducks good job sports all right, we should also timestamp this. We are recording this on October twenty what sixth twenty sixth, the day 20th, after yeah, yeah. Hell in a Cell twenty fifteen, and you're very happy with Kevin Owens right now because he cut a anti sports promo. Yeah. he at, didn't know if it was Magic Jackson or Johnson. He didn't care. So there's a reason to talk about this, I guess. Okay. Yeah, no, it kind of turn kind of ties in. Um, no, I think just just generally we can do the card, but. You smiled uh, more thinking and talking about Kevin Owens than you did the entire time we spent watching this and or talking definitely. about this. Yeah. That's sad. In a two-minute promo oh boy, that didn't matter. Sad. In a pre-show. Okay. So basically what we've got is a lot of uh, what we had last time. You've got uh, Vince, who's unhinged, mm-hmm. uh, crazy screaming announcer mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting a lot of the King, uh, Jerry the King Lawler that you get during the Attitude Era, which is like just the worst dad jokes mm-hmm. it's just painful it has nothing as a heel he rarely works anything about the match he's just using the match to set up his dad jokes i am now realizing that it's a f- very very good point this is the least amount of commentary we've had thus far 
Yeah. I didn't think of that. Right. I mean, and no it's one's one really... match where commentary is the most important. Right, because you'd have to... Yeah, when we get to this headlining match, you're going to need something to sell it. That's crazy. Okay. So let's, let's do the card. Yeah. So we've got Camp Cornette, which is... Uh, Owen Hart, the British Bulldog, and a new face in the WWF, Vader, uh, with James E. Cornette when this tennis racket, uh, against Ahmed Johnson, Yokozuna, and Jake Roberts. Okay, so let's get to before the match here really okay. quick. Our intro, which I always like to talk about, yeah. it's the worst one yet. There are animated helicopters for no reason in particular. Oh, really bad 3D graphics. It's the worst yet. Vince has got the most yelling yet. And for the first time in our 12-year history of WrestleMania, no America the Beautiful or National Anthem. We just start. You know, I didn't notice that, but now that we're doing this for the 12th time, I think I, I should have noticed no, that. No, it's okay. I care yeah. about these things way more than you. You <laughs> care about the lives of these performers. Not me. I care about the pop and circumstance. And this is the oddest collection yet because all of a sudden there's Vader. There's no America the Beautiful. And Vader's a legit scary person. Yeah, Vader, um, he was a wrestler who was definitely on uh, TGIF Friday's. Uh, or not TGF Fridays. What did they call it on, on ABC? Oh, Just yeah. Just TGIF, right? It was TGIF. Yeah. yeah, not the restaurant. Uh, but he was on, I think, Boy Meets World or something. He's a six-foot-something, 450-pound. He has a red leather. Uh, it's it's like straps. Much more bondage than Star Wars. Yeah, and the Vader thing is allegedly a Japanese folklore thing. Okay. So we'll just take that. Yeah, it's not really Star Wars. No, no, because he was in... He before he came to WWF, he had been in uh, New Japan and WCW, and he was a big star over there. Sure, yeah, but he comes in, and the thing with this match, and uh, we also have Ahmed Johnson, who was a guy that they really liked in the mid '90s on the other team. And I really like Ahmed Johnson. He used yes. to play football. Yes, he's got a very interesting story. He's still alive. Yeah, he went back to school. I think if they were going to do a biopic out of any of these guys, but it's not the wrestler sad, it'd be Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, that would make for a very interesting movie. Yeah, he kind of you know the guy that always reminds me of him now is Titus O'Neil, mm-hmm. current for sure, current guy, another like big, like athletic black guy who played football. Mm-hmm. Um, also similar to the, the injury stuff. Like that was Ahmed Johnson. I always remember him because whatever WWF video game I had for PlayStation One. He was like a main guy in it. But by the time between the game coming out and me getting it or whatever, he was already like done. I had no idea. In the WWF. So yeah, he, he didn't was like, wrestle that long. No. Even in he, the WCW, he didn't go that long. Yeah. No, he was not, not around for a while. It's just a, this is a weird match. We also have Jake the Snake making his return uh, first time since WrestleMania 8 in 92. And it's probably the Jake the Snake you're familiar with unless you're reminiscing. It's the Jake the Snake that inspired the wrestler. Yes. He's not looking good. He's not looking good. He's got this weird kind of top on, and it's clearly to cover his beer belly. Mm-hmm. But he looks like uh, somewhere in like a Aladdin-type thing it's going really, on. It's, it's not sad great. and bad. But the the thing with this match, it's this weird six-man wait, 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 really quick. We didn't even talk about our saddest person in the entire match yet. <sighs> I know. I mean, well, I have the saddest stuff is about Yokozuna after the match. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so let's save the sad. We have to spread it out a little bit. Um, the package that they show on this is... Focuses on Yokozuna and Cornette, who at one point will remember they were allied. Um, but the prom- the package doesn't focus on any of these other heel or face turns, like Owen and the Bulldog, and like Fuji's now waving an American flag. Like it doesn't give you, it doesn't tell you anything about the match, and our yelling idiots on commentary don't do anything about the match either. And you were completely correct in terms of context of the recap. That being said, the technology that they use to alter. The recap is fascinating. All of a sudden, it looks like we're watching the intro for NBA Inside Stuff. Do you remember the television show? 
uh, vaguely. It was like a Saturday morning show about all about basketball, and it's like this weird slow mo. Not exactly slow mo. You'd kind of see them in video games when you weren't playing them at the arcade. You'd walk by and there'd be like a video package. Okay, it's yeah. like that type of technology. I don't know if there's a specific name for that effect. But they put this thing through this weird mid '90s filter that definitely timestamps it in a horrible way. Right. That's what I took away from this these recaps. This is not recaps. what you wanted. Not at all. I have no idea why we're fighting. I don't care. I'm just befuddled by this technology. Yes. So this match, it's definitely, you know, this this weird mid '90s thing. We have no story. We have. Well, that's not completely true. We have a story. It just doesn't make any. It sense. It doesn't make any sense. I think this match was supposed to be Vader versus Yokozuna, but. At this point, Yokozuna can't work. He looks really bad. Yeah, he's he a- no longer even looks Japanese. He's not. Right. But he kind of sort of could play <laughs> Japanese a few WrestleManias he's ago. He's in bad shape. He doesn't even look Japanese. That's the thing you have to say well, when he's, you're watching he's, wrestling. He's gained enough weight where it's just, you know he's, you know he's going to die really soon. Yeah. And his facial hair, it's the kind of facial hair you see on a hospital patient that's about yeah. to pass Who's on. Been, yeah, they, they're like, don't bother shaving Yeah, guy. it's just let the, let the guy, like, we don't want to make him bleed anymore. Yeah, I mean... And this the, the it's kind of it's sad because yeah he's not been he's not some guy from the eighties no he had his his high moment in, within a couple of years and he was a good like a good wrestler yeah he, and the the decline is precipitous you know whereas Jake you know he's he looks really old he still gets a pop he's been out of the company for like four years at least and he definitely you know looks like a guy from the eighties. This is yeah. in that middle this is period. This Yeah, it's in that, and it's, yeah, we're, we're now in the second half of the decade, and you're still, and this is, a, this is a problem throughout this whole card, where you've got this weird mix of, like, here's some stars on their way out of the company. Yeah. Here's some stars we used to have. I mean, at this point, you know, uh, Savage and Hogan are over at WCW, you know, but, but a lot of, as you'll see on this card, there's not a lot of, like, star power. Which is odd. Yeah. Even the stars we do have and we will see don't look like stars yet, but it's not like they're in this gestation period either. They're still getting pulled down by the 80s. Nothing in this entire show looks current. No. I'm, I'm like I'm going through the whole show in my mind trying to figure out if there's there's one moment that kind of sort of looks current, and we'll get to that yes. kind of soon. But, yeah, this match, unless that you have anything specific, the only thing that really kind of is interesting to me was the ring is really loud. And it's like they're playing. It's almost like they're mm-hmm. in a in a gym where you're getting that weird echo. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of just a sh- a schmozzy match, as you'd imagine. I mean, you have a team. Each team's got a a big Hulk. You got a couple guys who can. I mean, actually, <laughs> only at this point, only Owen and maybe Bulldog can work. So, like, I don't even know how this match even. No, even... that's not true. Johnson looks good. Okay. Yeah. He looks fine. He looks. But good. it's he three. Had... It's three people that shouldn't that should be in hospitals, and three people that are okay. Yeah. But they're not all in the same. I don't know. If, I don't think Owen or Johnson ever face each other. Or I don't think the Bulldog and Johnson. Ever because face you each have other. to have the guy. You have to have one guy who can work against the guy who can't. It's, it's so it's the, really it weird. never makes sense. But I understand why we're getting six people in our opening match, especially considering it's the shortest card we've had yet. Yeah, and on like if this match happened now, like it did last night, a match like this. I mean, obviously not anywhere like near the the quality of the the wrestling or anything, but just six guys where you have no real story to tell mm-hmm. or you have a couple stories to tell, mm-hmm. just throw them together, mm-hmm. put it on the first match. Except on this one, it doesn't, that was pre-show. Yeah. Currently. And then this, this was like, this is them coming out swinging. Our pre-show match, we should mention, was a tag team championship match. An yeah. An open belt match 
was not televised. Not televised, not mentioned. And there I was apparently never, a, a tournament I, for I, it. I don't know the people that fought in that match. Yeah, the Body Donnas defeating the uh, the Godwins. Now you know a lot more about wrestling than me. Do you know those people? Uh, I think I know like one of the, the Body answer's Donnas. The no then. If you have to say, I think I know it. <laughs> then I don't. You don't know. No, this is the sad state of uh, team ta- tag team wrestling in this couple of years yeah vince is still commentating like these two different people in a manic way yeah he goes between the the announcer voice like like the ring announcer voice Mm -hmm. to like a commentator and jim Cornette is incredibly creepy yeah that's it that's those man it's it's bad wrestling it's much too long and at least the right team won kind of because they had one less shitty guy yeah that's 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 the math we're using now the the sad thing is after this i think about a week later on raw um vader Kefe broke Yokozuna's leg. He oh, did like boy. a he did like a second rope. The thing he does in this match where he kind of it's almost like a bonsai mm-hmm. drop. Which by the way, Vader, Google Vader moonsault. Watching when he was a couple years prior and still good health and he could do a moonsault is is scary. Um but he so he breaks Yokozuna's Yokozuna's leg. Um Kayfabe so that he could actually the plan was for him to uh, I don't rehab, lose a lot of weight, get his life back on track. Um they actually have to take him. They try to do the oh, we got to take him out on a stretcher thing. So his leg's not broken. So they didn't actually have to do this, but they did bring him out on a forklift. Yep. So that was the thing that happened. It was sad. His career was over. If we started done. here, I don't think we would be doing this show. Yeah. No. This is. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. This is a really bad WrestleMania. Yeah. This is a. I, I'm not enjoying this whatsoever. No. All right. So Yokozuna is on a forklift, and now, so we've already fat shamed. Oh no! That I mean the the the. Don't worry, the fat shaming's coming up. It's coming in a, a week or so in '96. Okay, so that is a over. sad. Yeah, a sad match and a sad end to a uh, a short career. Fairy, is that the last appearance you had? Roughly. Oh boy. Okay, yeah. here we go. Now we get into something. This is another one where we've had a couple of these in the last two, where you, it's these in between errors, and we're kind of seeing a, a glimpse of what's coming. Yeah. So this is Roddy Piper. Versus Goldust in a Hollywood back backlot brawl, which is not a thing. No, it's much like a Chicago street fight. Not a thing. This match was uh, before we even start. It was supposed to be a Miami street fight against uh, Piper versus Razor Ramon. Yeah, but that Ramon makes had been suspended for drugs or just being an asshole. Cool. Uh, Miami street fight. Also, like I mean, street fights happen in Miami, much like they happen in Chicago. But it's not like up. Oh, there's another Miami street fight. <laughs> So we get the the package for this and the operative word is package. Piper is the acting president, which doesn't mean anything, of the WWF. Actually, wait, it does. Because at the time, this is still, we don't know Vince McMahon is the owner of the company. That is true. For all intents and purposes. Now, I don't know. We were children at this time. Yes. Would we have known Vince McMahon was the actual president of the WWF at the time? I don't think so. Exactly. So when you hear... For children, he's the president. Well, not even for children. I'd say for anyone involved... (laughs) I don't know how he got the power, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's the active president. He's essentially uh, picking his shots. Like he's, yeah, you're fighting he's the authority. Him. Okay. Well, that doesn't make sense for everyone. <laughs> That's a Go current ahead. thing. Go yes, ahead. Yes. Um, that'll make sense for like two people who listen to this dude who also listen to wrestling. So there you go. Um, so the story here is that Goldust, this is the first time we're seeing Goldust. First time in WrestleMania. That's this correct. Is, uh, this is uh, Dustin Rhodes. Uh, Dusty Rhodes' son. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to say his name because it's Dustin Reynolds. I'm trying to con- 
get through the it's all really the, the layers of kayfabe here. And there's co- so, sorry. I so his uh, his character is Goldust. Uh, he was supposed to be a. Apparently, when they pitched it to him, they never said like gay. They said him. They said androgynous and ambiguous. Which, but which it's he not had gay. to look. Which he He's had to just... look up in the dictionary. <laughs> because in before he was Goldust, he was a wrestler and he fought with his father. With his father sometimes. Yes, in WCW. And he was just, he's like a Texas boy. Like just a guy. Cowboy boots. Yeah. Bigger dude. Yeah, and at this point, yeah, I mean. It, he's, Thicker dude. He'd play, yeah. if it was a football game, he'd play tight end. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. But he would. Right, And but he comes out in a, this the whole character was supposed to be a, some sort of like, like the Oscar statue come to life. Yeah. It, it, he's he, in a full body suit. Like a. One piece. One piece, like, yeah. zip-up thing. And he's got his face painted gold. He's yeah. gold dust. And he's got bleached blonde hair, but it's a uh, buzz cut, right. at least, right? So it's supposed to look like, just like... I, I think the Oscar statue is definitely in there sure. as the inspiration. I'm not going to say no. Okay. But, I mean, that's that's just to give an idea. And he's also... Yeah, he's a bigger guy. He's not in particularly great shape, so he doesn't look great in the... But he's not funny out of shape. No. You know what I mean? He's yeah. He's right on that fence. Right. So the, the storyline... In this was basically that Goldust was, would you say, infatuated with Piper? Yeah, he had, he had a crush on Rowdy Rowdy Piper. But he, I'd also like to point out he has a female valet. Yeah, he has Marlena, which was his real life wife. Which is weird. She's allegedly the character was modeled after. Um, is it? I'm messing up my classic uh, Hollywood Marlene Dietrich. Dietrich? Sure. Yeah. So she smokes a cigar and she wears little dresses and stuff. I don't yeah. know. So That's... it's an attractive woman and a, uh, a painted gold man who is, for all intents and purposes, just bisexual. Yeah. That's and it. And I mean, a lot of his his like famous kind of gesture taunt is just like rubbing his body. Like yeah, he's interested in like, rubs his hands up across his body. I mean, he was they they show in this package he's like blowing the bagpipe, uh, pretty suggestively. The bagpipe being Roddy Roddy, Roddy Piper. We're not, bagpipe. It's not a euphemism yeah. for the other old, things. The old blow in the bagpipe. Piper, as we've determined, is sometimes not a great guy and sometimes just crazy. He's gonna make uh, a man. He's gonna make a man out of gold dust. So what happens is there's the first ever back lot brawl. Yeah. And Roddy Rowdy Roddy Piper is just hanging out in the back lot. With a bat, which does not should not be allowed. No, he's also sprayed the place down with a hose, which should also not be allowed. Well, the hose one it makes sense though because uh, it doesn't seem as bad. <laughs> I don't know; it's just water. Okay. So, and then all of a sudden, Gold Dust uh, comes in his gold limo. He's driving his, his gold, gold ca- limo, his Cadillac limo. Wouldn't it make way more sense to have for Gold Dust to have a driver, and then he comes out of the back of the limo? Yeah. So and. Not only in character, but also so that you don't have to stop the car and then immediately get hit with a baseball bat. Yeah, that would Which make is sense. what happens. Because Piper goes nuts on the car. Because he's cool, dude. Okay, no, but this is the thing. This whole match, I mean, this is the... It's, don't say match, because this is not a match. It's, not, this it's is a brawl. Backlot brawl. It's a homophobic Hollywood backlot, backlot brawl. Yeah. Because the whole storyline is like, uh, I'll teach you to be kind of gay. Yeah. It's horrible. It really is. And this is not one of those... Oh, maybe he was doing, or I'm quoting your position on this, that being in half blackface was just, he was saying he was two-faced. This is like straight <laughs> up like... No, this one's unforgivable. This one's pretty unforgivable. Um, but I have to say, this first part of the brawl we see, because they're going to intersperse this throughout the night, oh God, kind we're, of. We're going to see this until, for the last 20 years, I have a feeling. Yeah. So, 
But Piper is, first of all, he, like, you know, knocks out the windows of the car. He's hitting Goldust. Uh, he's punching Goldust. Looks pretty stiff. It's pretty good. Those are close fists. I mean, oh, yeah. movie to, magic, but, you know, he might be lower. There are maybe 20 to 30 people there that are part of the production staff. And they're, they're the, the only people, by the way, that looks like in 1996. They're the only ones. Right. They're there to, like, essentially make noise. And at one point, Rowdy, Rowdy like, destroys the catering table. <laughs> yeah. It's like that was their actual catering table. Yeah, but, but because the whole thing with the spraying it down is now that everything is slippery. So they're sliding around, bashing each other into garbage cans. It's yeah. It looks pretty bad. Um, well, it looks pretty bad for Goldust. Goldust is getting his ass kicked. Piper's he's, fine. He's cut open a little bit. Um, but he does get back in the car, which allows him to then hit Piper. Which is, great, which is great. Which is great. Because, yeah, Piper hangs on to the... I mean, it's just like, oh, this is such a the, bad idea. And I think they were just trying to recreate They Live. I think right. they were trying to give you that sort of vibe. The They Live fight is one of the greatest fight scenes of all time. Definitely. If not the best choreographed, just straight up brawl fight scenes. Yeah, this is not a well choreographed brawl. But it's not horrible either. Yeah. And especially I mean, effective, considering the rest of the card, this might be the best match of the night. Yeah, but this is what I mean. I mean, my favorite line in here, I think Vince, now in commentator mode, is like, this is totally out of hand, which is a great understatement because we have a man who's hitting another man with a car and wrestling <laughs> uh, quote unquote match. All right, so let's keep in mind this is March, the end of March 1996. Yes. It's time to move along. We so, can't just focus on this back lot. No. So we gold have to go to another away. location. How do we get to that location? So he gets in his gold Cadillac, and uh, Piper gets into the handy white Bronco that's idling in the back lot. Yep. All right, so white it's Bronco. 1996, yeah. and we're in Anaheim. Yeah, a white Bronco, which has no uh, cultural cachet at this point. And he gets in that, and they speed off. And that's what we see of them uh, for now. And that is part one of the two-part weird match. And we move on to the debut of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ted Di- well, with Ted DiBiase against, against Savio Vega. Who gives a shit? With somebody else. <laughs> yeah, so this is Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he's basically still doing his kind of ringmaster. He was doing what he was doing before. He was the Stone Cold we we know and love. and you We hate. know and beat our wives with. Stone Cold's music is very, very, very bad. It's like an eerie... Like, it's sort of like an outtake from the Undertaker session. Yeah, or like Goldust. It's very. It it's doesn't, not good. It doesn't fit. It doesn't at make all. any sense. At the, at the time, he's got the million dollar belt, which is an unsanctioned belt. It's, it's just a fancy piece of jewelry, basically. Yeah, which they make perfectly clear because everything else is obviously sanctioned. Yeah, the brawl was sanctioned. <laughs> the hitting of him with the car was sanctioned. Um, Mercer Perfect's there, I think. Uh, or we're no, actually, first um, Doc uh, Hendricks, who's Michael P.S.A. Okay. is. He interviews Savia Vega, so that's a waste thank of time. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Savia Vega is another one of these guys who was like there at the, in the the mid nineties. You know, was around for the beginning of the Attitude Era. Kind of had a couple matches, but you know, he'll have a couple more matches with Austin, but not a not an important figure. He is one of the only men on the card that is of the era. He does not predate this in any way. Right. He does not advance to the Attitude Era. He is the, one of the only people that fit the era completely. I don't know who he is before. I didn't know who he was before yeah. this. I don't care. That sums this WrestleMania up. Thanks go. for listening. This is a horrible <laughs> WrestleMania. Savio Vega and Ahmed Johnson just... The, 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 but Ahmed Johnson was fine. The Rosencrantz and Gildenstern of the uh, There's no gimmick. generation era. Johnson's gimmick was, I'm, I used to play football. Like That's yeah. your gimmick. Savio Vega will eventually be 
part of the Boricuas in the Gang Wars. So Great. looking forward to that. Um, so this match, uh, I mean, this is an actual match, but it might as well just be a brawl. They're just kind of wailing on each other. It's not good. I mean, here's the great open secret about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not a great technical wrestler in it by any means. I mean, people talk about Cena's lack of moves in the last 15 years. But, you know, Austin, he had good. He did all the other stuff mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. at 10 or 11. But the, the in-ring stuff, just nothing there. But I don't feel like it was his fault. How so? There was no storyline at all. <laughs> oh, no, no. Care. I mean, the match is crap. And, it, like, he he did the same kind of crappy, you know, move set in his peak, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's clearly. There's no there's no story. There, there's a very loose one that they were kind of... They were teamed together in the tag team thing, and then Austin turned on him for reasons unknown. I think the money, the belts, maybe. Ted yeah. DiBiase had something to do with this. It's, it's really unclear. So we're now into, like, I mean... Piper Goldust had a story. The first one had a very weak story. This has a very weak story. Mm-hmm. And we've noticed, you know, on these WrestleManias, the ones where you're like, why are these guys fighting? Like, why do we even care? I just have a note that says Mr. Perfect can't talk, but I have no idea who he was talking to. Um, I think that happens a little later because he doesn't, he interviews someone. This is post Stone yeah. Cold match. Right. But before the Warrior match. That's Maybe strange. he was interviewing Triple H. He does interview someone, but... I think it was Triple H. No, at one point he interviews Diesel, and he keeps saying mind games over and over again. Maybe it was that. That's a little later. I think they were trying to make Mr. Perfect work as a color guy. Yeah. Is that what was going on? Not in the match, but he was doing the backstage interviews. He was really bad. He didn't know where to look. Yeah, that was not... He was not perfect. It's almost as bad as my note with no context. So let's move on. That was well done. Um, This match, while this brawl is happening... Um, we get a call from Piper on his cell phone. That's right. I he, forget that they actually cut into the match. Cut, that's how bad the match is. You know, like we've seen matches where they cut to wide shots that. of the arena. Yeah. I think cutting to to a live caller is pretty bad. So uh, Piper is on his cell phone uh, from the freeway. There's sirens in the background. Um, he says something about making a man out of this fruitcake. And then uh, then he hangs up. Yeah. Um, you know, they continue the match. They're trading these sloppy pins. And now we're cutting to some aerial footage. Thankfully, they've got... WrestleMania has aerial footage, not by the Stridex blimp from WrestleMania 11, but we have aerial footage. Um, that would have been great if that was yeah. the product. It's cut to the Stridex blimp, uh, where we now see the the uh, the white Bronco making its way through traffic. And this is when you go, oh, okay, this is obviously the OJ footage. Do you have to pay to use the OJ... F- Who do you pay for that? CNN? Whoever is, I guess, whoever whoever's shot it? footage they shot. I highly doubt that they paid. There's no way they paid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised it's still in there. Yeah, for a variety of reasons. For sure, the rights. Yeah, and then just like the general, like we should not have no, done that. No. Yeah, it's like oh, it won't. You can't mix. watch Salt and Pepper perform at WrestleMania yeah. 11, but you could definitely watch the OJ Simpson chase, which is once again this is 1996. Right. So this is two years. This is almost two, two years. years since the. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we? Yo, this is one of those when you you see something either in wrestling or TV or movie, and like they ha- they they build to something like this, and you go like, where did this come from? Like, did the brawl happen first, and then someone pitched, oh, there'll be a Bronco, and they can we can cut the footage, or did yeah. someone go, we should cut, use that footage? Yeah. And they had to build the stuff. There's like I'd like the oral history of this stupid fucking match to know why we were cutting to the OJ Simpson. It's really really I don't yeah because like that who's was going to tell not, that story. Who's going to talk? None of them. But uh, yeah, so that's so that's the big payoff to that whole match. It's really bad. 
and we're not done. There's still more. But for now, that's what we have. Um, there's So the ref gets knocked in this match. It doesn't really matter. None of this matters. Uh, DiBiase <laughs> pours soda on the ref uh, who like refuses to wake up. Uh, and then Stone Cold just puts him in the million-dollar dream sleeper holds uh, until he's dead. Great. And uh, Jerry the King Lawler says, the rich get richer and the poor get children, which is accurate. That's the, it has nothing to do with the match. It has It's kind of a riff on and DiBiase and it's why Lawler is the worst during this whole match they they are showing the footage and they are like kind of joking with it they're like this footage looks awfully familiar sort of like deja vu all over again like they're definitely yeah I said is that, that the actual line. quote it's like deja vu all over I again. did it in Vince voice but it's definitely a, a Lawler line but that's the way he talks could you have to say the same thing twice differently Deja vu means oh that's like a Yogi Berra line oh okay I didn't know that Deja vu all over again I didn't yeah. know that okay oh, yeah. I concede rest I concede I'm the idiot rest in peace Yogi Berra yep I'm sure his kids so are listening where your, this is where your note is because yeah Mr. Mr. Perfect, Perfect interviews can't Diesel. talk they're talking about the mind games and they're and then uh, they do another like we did last time where they're making them talk over some recaps I believe yeah, yeah that's the uh, coffin recap yeah so we get to see a couple things here so Diesel. Uh, Big Daddy Cool, Kevin Nash, was in a feud with Undertaker, where Undertaker dragged him to hell, which is when he comes up to the ring and then pulls you to parts unknown under the ring. <laughs> and also when they, during Diesel's match, Paul Bear brought out a, a casket. So Paul, so uh, Diesel had to get out of the ring, see who's in the casket, see what's in the casket, and it's him. Which is cool. That's cool. So, no, yeah. No, how did they do that? Not joking. It's a, it's like a wax figure. Is it a wax figure? Yeah. I think a, I, I thought they would just get a, another wrestler that kind of looked like him to do it. Are you making a joke? No. Okay, because like after Diesel leaves, they do this. I didn't know that. They do that. the fake wrestler. Okay, this is... So... That's alert. why we're doing this, Diesel and Diesel, Razor Ramon's not in this WrestleMania, but uh, he and Diesel, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, will leave for WCW within a few months. Um, at one point, Jerry... Uh, excuse me. JR goes... he. They wanted JR to go heel, so he promised that Diesel and Razor Ramon would be back. And he brings them out, and it's clearly two guys who aren't them playing them. I mean, they like like Hollywood Boulevard like lookalikes, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one remembers who played Razor Ramon. Doesn't matter. He was out of the business. Uh, fake Diesel was uh, Glenn Jacobs' Kane. I had no idea. Yeah, it's about uh, it's like six months to a year before Kane. But yeah, it was a very short-lived, stupid thing they did because he looks nothing like a mother That's than he's so a great. giant. But That's so, so great. They, also, this whole casket, like, oh my god, it's me in the casket. This is supposed to get in my head. A year and change later, they do this in WCW, where when Sting was feuding with Hogan, the, Hogan opens. There's a Google Hogan head in a box. It's exactly what it sounds like. He opens a present, and it's a mannequin head that's supposed to look like him, but he sells it like it's his actual head. Like, he doesn't understand, oh, my God, I'm holding my head. What's happening? And it's dumb. It's really dumb. Uh, that's one of two things that WCW will steal from this pay-per-view, this horrible pay-per-view. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's so great. So, but Diesel... We're going to have a con- we're gonna have a long conversation about Diesel. I'm sure people are on bated breath. About yeah. about Diesel after this WrestleMania recap. Well, part of the recap. Yeah. But I'm I'm coming to your side on this. Right. So because Diesel, he says, you know, all this stuff, mind games, the don't per- care. He's like, no, nope. I don't sweat the big things. I don't sweat the little I'm things. Big Daddy Diesel, cool. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Exactly. All right. So here we go. Next match. My at the time, fav- not the time, but as a child. Yes. Favorite wrestler, the Ultimate Warrior. He has returned to the Promised Land. Right. 
He's going to face your current favorite wrestler. My current favorite wrestler. <laughs> no one's favorite wrestler except Max Landis. Head of the authority, <laughs> Triple H. But is not Triple H yet. He's Hunter, Hunter Helms. Helmsler. Fuck. I, I always get it screwed wrong. up. Yeah. All right, so that guy, Triple H. Yeah, so Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the Connecticut Blue Blood, which is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. He's, it's very much a... It's a pretty decent gimmick, it's honestly. It's gorgeous George. It's, it's a lot. It's slash stuff. Ted DiBiase. Yeah. That's all this is. And his valet, his manager, is uh, Sable. Who looks the most, like, super Sable at the time. Yes. Just she always looks Sable. A though. very attractive woman. The, the like, first of Big the... Big, boobs. The first of that type of woman we're going to see a yes. lot of. Yes. That's why they have WWE Divas. Yeah. The first, though. Yes. Um, this King, is the first one that Vince McMahon audibly lusts for on microphone. Uh, King kind of does, too, because he says great looks. Oh, for sure. And the girl's not bad, either. Yeah. So... Pretty great. Yeah, pretty, pretty great. great. He'd get along with Goldust, but maybe not Piper. Um, the intro to this match is longer than the match. Triple H, sorry, that guy that has three H's as his initial, yeah. his entrance is at, entrance, at least a minute long. Yeah. Which is saying a lot. This is his WrestleMania debut. Right. Ultimate Warriors, hell yeah, he's back. I'd say three minutes? Oh, it's way too long. It's so, so yeah, good. It's got to be a few minutes. Um, Warrior had been in semi-retirement, 92-96. He was basically feuding with, with man over getting paid, getting mm-hmm. right, paid the right mm-hmm. amount, but he comes back for this. Um so that's the story. He, that's the story. You just need to feed him somebody. Yeah. This guy happens to be here. Triple H is we just starting. We don't even know who this is, really. But I kind of feel like that's okay. Yo, it doesn't There's matter. There's a story anymore. here. The yeah. fact that he has been gone for so long. How's he going to look? We haven't seen him. Yeah. It's not that much different than what they did with The Undertaker this year for WrestleMania. Yeah. Looks great, honestly. Yeah. Uh, super, super roided out. Super, super fake tanned looks out. Looks exactly like he has a cape. Jacket duster. He's got his cape jacket duster. The last time he wore a WrestleMania, he walked out slowly. Not this time. We get the running warrior. Oh, yeah. So great. Did you notice what he comes out through, though? The entranceway? No. They burnt, they, they burnt like, you know, like fireworks that are like a fuse? Yeah. It was in the shape of his mask. I did see that. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. So then he comes out. Um, he stays in the duster. As he runs in the ring, does mm-hmm. his thing, does the rope shaking. So great. All that, all your favorite. I saw an ultimate dad sign. So I guess you were at this one. That's, he's a good dad. He was a good dad to what his kids. What if I had an, like, where's my ultimate dad? That's sad. <laughs> Do you think people that had dads like like the ultimate warrior? I don't know. Uh, so that's the question I'm going to answer one day. I think it'll probably answer it, like, in a monologue. Yeah, oh God. The answer is um, no. Yeah. So this is a. Once the match actually starts, he's still fighting in the duster, and then it's a minute and 40 lo- seconds long. Uh, he gets pedigreed by Triple H. And does not sell. Not at all. He gets his Classic face, warrior. Double underhook face buster, in which your arms are behind your back and your face hits the mat. It's the pedigree. Doesn't sell. No. He doesn't care. And uh, he does his whatever his stupid moves are, the shoulder tackle, the... S- Run around His the ro- move is he gets powers from the warrior's he spirit. He gets it from the ropes. I yeah, think. and he just that's it. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. He pins him with his knees. <laughs> it's like the ultimate disdain of a jobber. The ultimate dad. Yeah. And it's so great. I love it. They're talking about, you know, this is the you know warrior's back. He looks great. Yeah, he's gone within a year. It's so great. He washes right back out. I love it. He's a piece it. of crap. 
Yeah, so... Um, the celebration is longer than both entrances and the match combined. Yeah, no, this is a... It's so worth it. Yeah, and it's we're, so worth we're almost it. done with this card, guys. This is a great we had WrestleMania. Our, we had our, our, our Squatch match. So right? now we go backstage and we're, Mark Marrow's getting interviewed. Yeah, by that guy, Todd, whatever it is. Yeah. Who pronounces it Mark Morrow. Yeah. So good job. You already introduced the guy wrong. He's coming over from WCW. So it's a big deal. He had been Johnny B. Bad, yeah. which was like, even though Marrow is... I think he's just American. Yeah. They and white. Yeah, He's definitely a white guy. Yeah. When he was in uh, WCW, he was Johnny B. Bad and he was basically Little Richard. And they played up that he was kind of like maybe light skinned black. Yeah. Little Richard-y. He looks like Little Richard, but yeah. roided out. And he had more. He had more of like a pencil mustache and stuff. But when he comes over, I think allegedly like Vince liked that gimmick a lot. Mm-hmm. It was also kind of like flamboyant. And he had like a confetti cannon that it was supposed to be his penis. And uh, but he comes over and they're like, yeah, that's a WCW's uh, gimmick. Property, I can't yeah. use it. And so they had a he, they, he's the wild man. So he's getting interviewed, um, and uh, he's talking about the Super Bowl of sports entertainment that we're at. And Triple H kind of bumps into him backstage. He's, he just lost. He's upset. He's yelling at his at Sable. And uh, Mark Marrow, the wild man, he he doesn't like that, so he beats the crap out of Triple H. And all I have to say is, what a company man. Triple H should not have to get beat up by two men that he could easily murder. Yeah. But he does it because he believes in the product. Yeah. And it pays off. This is the only time it's ever paid off. Yeah. Just keep your head down, eat your vitamins, <laughs> and you'll be Triple H one day. Yeah. So obviously, and and not obviously at all, but uh, Sable and Mark Merrill, they are married at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sable will go on to upgrade later and be married to Brock Lesnar in real life. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so, so fucking weird. Good for them. They've got three kids that all have like dog names. It's and isn't te- so technically Brock Lesnar is a grandpa or step grandpa? I think he is. That's so weird. Yeah. All right. Here we go. He's the ultimate dad. <sighs> uh, yeah. So Vince. Uh, now we have our second to last match. Undertaker uh, with Paul Bearer as always, or mostly uh, against Diesel. Uh, and uh, Vince. Vince calls this one like he sees it. He's cool and he's big. He's big daddy cool. <laughs> That's God. all you need to know. Uh, Diesel. Dominates I, this match against the Undertaker. Okay, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not even oh, okay, not sorry. even there yet because he comes out his gear, which I don't know if he had this on his last like the singlet. That's like he's got pants, but he's got like a singlet top kind of thing. It says Big D. Mm-hmm. It's his dick. His dick. He's got a big and dick, it's, but it's D in quotes, like the people who don't know how to use quotes, right? Oh, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, Taker. Taker's got. He, he's, should we put? Where should I put in the theme music? You gonna say something cool and then we'll put it in, or should I just put it in randomly? Oh, so the Undertaker's here. There it is. Yeah, he's still in that dead mortician era. He's got the hat, and the but tie. But we're getting out of it. We're getting. He's got the his hair is long as hell. Yeah, it's in his face all the time. He looks like cousin it. He's got he's got his sleeves. He looks kind of drunk. I, I don't think he was drunk, no. but like out of any era for him to be like probably like lay off the beer. It's this one. Yeah, yeah. But he's starting. We're getting. I think by the next one, it's my like mental image of Undertaker. Got it. Um, King, in a rare mo- moment of poetry, compares the Undertaker to the plagues that befell Pharaoh, and also Freddy Krueger, because <laughs> he's a populist. Okay, boy, yeah. that's and I think to give you a sense of this match, so like Undertaker is six nine six ten, you know, two eighty three hundred two ninety nine built. No, last okay. night was it billed as two ninety nine. I'm not sure. It was billed as because in 2015, the year of the Lord, the oh Undertaker is still wrestling. Oh my God. And uh, Diesel got Diesel has like a minch on him. Yeah, maybe he looks like 
And he's also a like an athletic build. Oh yeah, he's a power forward build because that's what Pro- more center. Probably more in shape than Undertaker. Oh yeah, barely, at, barely. But at this point, yeah, I'd say so. And mm-hmm. so this is the first like legit a guy who's like because we had we've had like guys who are comically this is big. His, this is his best opponent thus far. Yes, the other one that only made sort of sense is Jake the Snake Roberts. Right, and that's only that's like a a storyline psychology one. Mm-hmm. Even when we had Giant Gonzalez, that was like silly. No, don't say it was a storyline psychology one because I still think Jake the Snake Roberts could beat up the Undertaker in a bar fight. Okay, especially in that era in yes. like '92. Yeah, I'm putting my money on Jake the Snake. Right, He's yeah. got more to lose. He's got- <laughs> Yeah, as we've learned from Undertaker 2015, when you yeah. take away everything from a man, he has nothing to lose. <laughs> he still uh, loses. He, he still lo- loses, lose. but he'll hit you in the nuts. Undertaker and Paul and Bear. Diesel, mm-hmm. they are like evenly matched for sure. So Undertaker, and this is a point, even if he's not in super great like looking shape, super athletic and agile, he's doing top rope moves. He's doing all his like the the classic Undertaker the signatures, moves. Yeah, and. Uh, Diesel's just like clowning him basically yeah. for most of the match. Diesel should have won this match. Yeah, I mean he looks good, but he's so the whole like I'm cool thing is basically mm-hmm. I'm lazy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, did you when you're watching the video goes out for like 20 seconds? I don't remember that. Oh yeah, maybe it was just mine. Yeah, think yeah. it was just yours. I do remember a lot of sad air horns throughout the match. Oh yeah, there's a sad the trombone air air horn, which means Xavier Woods. Uh, was there? <laughs> it was a that was the perfect accoutrement. To yeah, no, it's really needed a sad trombone air horn because it's uh, a really long match. It's yeah, sixteen it's, plus it's 16 minutes. minutes, and there's a lot of like we've seen Diesel like he works real slow. Mm-hmm. He takes his time. You know, he's getting his ass booed. Yeah, he's he is the heel in this, but he also people are like over it. Um, there's it, a lot of like boring rest locks and stuff. At one point, even like the king is or someone's like yeah diesel's resting it's like that's not what you're supposed to do he does the which is incredibly offensive (laughs) considering the next match yeah he does uh he's beating the crap out of Undertaker. gets a few like little hero spots where he's making a comeback but Mm -hmm. he's not he's not doing great uh he gets jack uh diesel jackknife power bombs undertaker Mm -hmm. twice which is his finisher it's not enough to put him away nope and then uh, the, then he Taker delivers a tombstone, yeah, which looks incredibly sloppy. Yeah, and that's also that's on both of them because yeah. that's also Diesel's responsibility to like get in position. That makes me think that Diesel got hurt. I kind of okay with that. Yeah, okay. He also yeah he can't really choke slam him before that, mm-hmm. and that's totally Diesel not helping because mm-hmm. you just you have to jump, <laughs> and so he's a dick. And uh, yeah, he finally gets gets the win, and then Nash Taker he, obviously gets yeah. the win. Because he has the streak, and which is uh, not a streak, because he can't sit out and have a streak. Well, do you know the Bulls won six championships in a row? Yeah, except for those years they, exactly, they didn't play in exactly. the finals. Kevin Nash is uh, gone that summer, so this is the guy they had the uh, they had the belt on Diesel for over a year. Yeah, That's and crazy, and then he's and then he just took he took the money, which is fine. It's so great because they actually, as an adult man, hell yeah, big Diesel yeah, fan, yeah. Diesel, if you can live your life like Kevin Nash, you're doing something right. All right, so let's cut back to part two of the epic not O.J. Simpson car chase. Oh, yeah, so we cut to, I guess, Todd or somebody's back at security. We're watching the f- the security cameras to try to see <laughs> where love- they are. Wait, stop, stop. <laughs> when you watch, like, Raw at home or you're watching a pay-per-view and there's, like, a random cut, you're like, I bet Todd wanted that. Is that how you think of Like, Todd is still in Todd's the company. Todd's there, yeah. He just is, He's yeah. in the production, He's in production. <laughs> Uh, so ridiculous. Right. So we're they're watching. They're making their way to the building. Um, they show them drive in. 
But then this is the part where it's partially they're trying to be like, oh, this is real. And also mm-hmm. partially we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Because they literally don't know where to take the camera. They cut. They show fucking Diesel just walking backstage. Yeah. They really mess this that whole part up. And then they finally, Goldust and Piper make their way to the ring. That being said, if there was one person to see backstage and they just don't give a shit, it's Diesel. So in in a way, yeah. it's, it's not be, like you saw the Undertaker. Yeah. It's not like you saw like at Disney World with Mickey's head off. Yeah, like, no. you just saw it's the guy Diesel being Diesel. He's lazy and he's backstage. He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. That's in character. Um, so now we get to the where they're approaching the ring. I guess to to make this legit match since there's no ref since it's a brawl. Speaking of which, my favorite line of the night: Lawler, can we get a referee? Vince, there's no such thing. <laughs> Yeah, Vince definitely can. He has reality altering powers. I love that. There's yeah. no such thing as a referee. So Goldust starts begging, alternately begging for his life and brawling. He's getting some good, some good hits in. You're missing the main point of what? the entire match. The main, like the way it, we we should just skip. I'm gonna skip. Okay. Here's what happens. Goldust finally has Rowdy where he wants him. Oh yeah. Which is in his hands. He's got his uh got Rowdy's butt in oh, his yeah. hands. He rubs his both butt. hands. That's it. Yeah, he rubs. Okay, yeah. So and then Rowdy gets homophobia powers. Yeah, he get, he hulks up, which is actually a, what Hulk Hogan does when he's around gay people. So yeah, he um, he just, but it's I thought it's kind of like the stuff Goldust's doing. Like this is a total disaster, right? It's so bad. But he's alternating between like he's rubbing his chest, he's rubbing Piper's butt, but then he's like choking Piper with his shirt. Like it's definitely like this is not going. This is not date is not going how he thought it was going to go. Uh, he finally. Um, kisses him, which at one point someone I don't I don't even know if it was Vince or Jerry is like he stepped over the line, <laughs> like he hit a man with his car. <laughs> that wasn't over the line, but he kissed a man. That's that's where we are with the state of uh, yeah. You know what? I actually agree with them. That's in terms of like culture in 1996. You could probably hit a man with a car and get less in trouble with it Once than again. like. I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. This is not the right thing to do. No, 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 no. (laughs) This match could have been cool if it wasn't entirely based on homophobia. Don't get me wrong. Okay. The idea behind it kind of is cool. We've seen stuff taken out of the ring before. Two episodes ago, I brought up the the, uh, debut of Cactus Jack against Triple H in the Garden. That is still one of my favorite outside-of-the-ring matches. You could do this. Yeah, no, yeah. And this, this is, is not done well. This is not done well. And then, yeah, I mean, at this point in the match, after he kisses him, that's stepping over the line. Piper grabs him by the balls, which we're now, once again, in the in the land of homoeroticism. Uh, knees him. He spanks him. Yeah. Uh, he he then, strips him. He starts stripping, stripping him. him. He kisses him. Like, how I'll do you like you. it? I'll show I'll you. I'll show you how a man kisses another man. Uh, he's stripping off his gear and uh, stripping off Goldust's gear for him. And... Uh, He's wearing lingerie, and uh, it's hard. a corset. He's wearing a corset and a, and a, and a G-string. But the, I think he's got, like, a cup on. I'd hope so. Because I, <laughs> I really hope he did. Because I think yeah. he got kicked in the dick a few times. He got, yeah, if you, he, got, he got the Undertaker special. He got oh, God hit damn. right in the junk. And um, now that I know that that's his real-life wife, I'm just like, oh, I feel... And then she covers him with her jacket. I feel both... Are they still together? I really no. hope. Oh no! Oh, I mean, they were they were they were probably both messes. They oh, were man. they were in just... wrestling in the nineties or any time, <laughs> so they were not in a great place. Oh no! I like Cody Rhodes and his wife. His lovely oh, okay. wife. Okay, anytime, but right now. It's okay, fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, the history of wrestling until now is all right. So crappy. so that ends. 
Yeah, no, but, but this the thing to be said, like you said, like the back the the kind of brawl, the hardcore stuff. This is, I think, this kind of sh- another like Goldust is definitely one of the Attitude Era iconic characters mm-hmm. because it played with sex and it you know it always blows my mind that it took off that that's a character that people were oh I mean could, when you're like, watching when I'm tickets. watching Attitude Era stuff I mean he had real heat because people are just screaming like yeah the f word horrible like, hor- homophobic it's, just, it's horrible stuff and like he was getting real heat with it but he also like definitely knew how to I mean this is it goes back to once again Gorge George like he was doing that type of mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of stuff um, but this is definitely the, I'd say I don't know if it's the first like have we seen any other brawls we've um, seen boxing matches we've seen boxing ma- we haven't seen a brawl build as a brawl we've seen yeah. a lot of stuff taken outside kind of de- the ring yeah devolve into it but I think especially this one with like the closest we've come is our Wrestlemania 10 no uh, false count anywhere with right macho man yeah and then this this one is definitely closer to what you would think of as a hardcore match sure so that's coming. That's the attitude error. So this is something, another one where they're like, okay, we're going to have, we're going to play off this. We're going to really amp up the sex stuff, amp up the violence. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing, this is the only match I think that in all the ways that it doesn't hold up, that this one holds up, even though it's not a match. I disagree. Okay. Let's get to our final match of the night. Okay. This one holds up. Think about your most recent NXT pay per view and how much you loved it and what it was and why it's so much better. The NXT pay per view sure. is so much better. Than I could disagree. Yes, but the most recent NXT pay per view that you loved and recommended I watch and I did, yes. which was great, was a thirty minute was a thirty minutes or thirty 16, minute thirty minute Iron Man match, Iron Woman match in this case. Yeah, for the first time ever, there's a WWE pay per view, pay per view and giant air quotes here because right. it's on their network, it's all the same. Headlined by a women's match, and it was awesome. And it was a 30-minute Iron Woman match. This is a 60-minute Iron Man match. Yes. So an Iron Man match. Spoilers. It goes longer than 60 60 minutes. minutes. Iron Man being each, basically, each thing that would end a match normally, a pin, a tap out, a count out, a DQ, is a point now. And we're trying to get the most points in 60 minutes. Okay. So before the match, we have the most Super Bowl-looking montage we have gotten thus far. Very much so. We open... With the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, being trained by his wrestling coach, a man from Mexico. You see footage in the gym. You see footage of him uh, talking to the camera, just doing a real basic football 101 series of uh, things. Then we have a montage featuring Bret Hart. Not as much talking because he's not good at that. Yeah. Mostly uh, a few photos of his dad. It looks like he's just blatantly abusing his child. But he's not because he's Stu Hart. He's training him. Legendary pro wrestler trainer in the basement, in the dungeon. So we have these two packages that are very football meets boxing-esque. And that's it. All of a sudden, our main event takes this weird turn into reality. Reality, once again, using giant air quotes here. Well, more towards a sports reality where they want Sure, absolutely. I mean, we're talking, you know, a previous previous WrestleMania had, had a football angle yes and but that one, was a fun football angle that yeah, had yeah. salt and pepper right this is a very serious i've wanted this my entire life i've been training for this since i was 12 years old which is very much a that's a sports mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i mean you know they i just have to say in the they actually kind of remove a lot of that stuff that's they kind of reference in the commentary but not great because once again we have horrible mm-hmm. commentators you know the the michael stuff before this he had Actually gotten assaulted in real life, like outside a bar. Yeah. Um, he had to vacate the Intercontinental title, um, and then he got a kayfabe, a fake concussion yeah. from Owen Hart. Which will be referenced later on. Yeah, the so, one kayfabe thing yeah, they could bring that Right. Up. But basically, I mean, 
if you were doing this more as a, a wrestling thing, you would be like, yeah, it would have that. I've wanted this, mm-hmm. but it would have. It's like they overcoming adversity, but the storyline adversity. Yeah, this is using the very real life kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and uh, in the great irony of it, uh, Bret Hart, who is the champion coming into this, says, "One man's sunset is another man's dawn." What, I wonder who wrote that line. Yeah, not joking. No, no, because I don't, and I don't think Brett knew no. enough to ask no. which one he is in that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say that if I'm the one holding the belt. Yeah, there's only one way this goes, right? Like, yeah. Gee, I didn't yeah. even notice that. I was so not no, into yeah. this. So, I don't listen to Bret Hart speaking. Right. So now that now that Piper has had his gay panic satisfied, oh Gorilla Monsoon is president again. It's good to see Gorilla. It's so great to see Gorilla. But he doesn't get to do anything. Nope. Um, well, kayfabe he does. Okay. So, yeah. So it, actually, he will play a role in this. So now it's time to start this 60-minute Iron Man match. So uh, Sexy Boy, the HBK's theme hits. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Jose Lothario, his 62-year-old Mexican trainer, comes out, makes his way to the ring. They don't really say, oh, that's Jose Lothario. They're just like, no, they do. They oh, do. They do. They okay. do. But it's just like, oh, once again, this reminded me of the last one where it was like, why is this person out? Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets into the ring and then he gets up into the turnbuckle and signals. Look up, everybody. Yeah. There he is. I trained him how to do this. Yeah. I trained uh, Shawn Michaels how to zip line into the ring. Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Because in real sports, when you're really focused on winning that thing you've been focusing yeah, on since you were 12, since 12 years, years old, you got a zip line into the <laughs> ring, baby. <laughs> in your suit of metal, he's and just a armor. sexy boy. Yeah, he's not your boy. He's a toy. steampunk sexy boy. Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of metal and mirrors on this time. So great. He's I'm a big lines. fan. It's great. Um, and then Brad Hart comes in. Who gives a shit? Okay. Oh, the best part of that though is, um, I noticed the sign when. Jose Lothario came out, but it's a uh, shipman versus HBK <laughs> sign. <laughs> Brett the shipman fart, obviously. And uh, oh, that's great. So he comes out. He walks by. I think sees the sign. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not. This is not going to go well, is it? If the crowd's already against me." Um, but yeah, when they come out, this is another one of little sports affectation. Um, Earl Hebner, the ref, like examines their gear. Yeah, explains the rules. Mm-hmm. He has some trouble with it. He also says wrestling, which is which is great. It's just we're doing boxing. We're doing boxing. We're doing boxing. Yes. And um, Shawn Michaels' manager, or not sorry, not manager. I'm so used to wrestling. Yeah. His coach, because this is definitely doing the like the Angelo Dundee thing, right? Yeah. Like you have your your older coach in the in your ring corner. So yeah, now he's got his coach. Yeah. Um. One thing I noticed was like when Hart usually came out, he would do the glasses, but he doesn't give the shades away right away. He gets out of the ring. He flips a kid's head off his head and then puts the glasses on him. But it's okay, folks. That's his son. Uh, his son, Blade. Not the uh, vampire fighter. Seriously, he named his son Blade. Blade. That's not a nickname. His name is Blade Hart. That's amazing. Yeah. So, Do you know what Blade Hart is up to now? Probably wrestling. I'm going to look that up after uh, this. Yeah. Okay. So then we've explained the rules. He gets bet, you know, this is the, the 60 man, 60 minute Iron Man match. Uh, Here we go, and the crowd is instantly bored. And they will be bored for most of this hour. For about 45 minutes. You know, and this is why it's also like sports, I found out. Well, first of all, I think th- what ends up happening is it's a lot of mat work. It's headlocks. It's wrist locks. It's arm bars. It's it's. And this reversals. is the few t- one of the few times Lawler's pretty good on Mike. He's like, I don't think they expected this. I thought there'd be a lot more high-flying stuff. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's blatantly Bret Hart style of fighting. Yeah. And, and it's also them... You know, 
if you come out energy. there conserving yeah. energy, you come out there. These guys were not; they were doing. They could do longer matches, but this is and not an era where they're doing sixty minute this matches. Is an hour long match, yeah. And you have one guy that specializes in like high right. flying stunts, yeah. And but he can he can hold his own for with sure, this stuff. For and sure. when this when it does, it I it seemed like every ten minutes there'd be like an out of the ring spot. It was almost sure. timed where sure. it was like, all right, let's give them a little something. So you're yeah. getting flipped out of the ring, make it look good, mm-hmm. and that's where Michaels. You know, like Flair or somebody, he looks great getting thrown around, flipped around. Absolutely. Throwing his body around. But this is also what wrestling looked like at, like, the beginning of the century almost. Like, all the mat work, like, when – and it's funny, too, because this is when it was promoted as more of a sport before people really, like, knew that – it was fake. Yeah, before fireworks were in the well, ring yeah. itself. But even, I mean, many, many years, like, you know, prior, when they were still saying, oh, this is like a competitive sport, mm-hmm. you know, they they, they use the mat work to be like, look at these athletes. So it's really like a total throwback. And it's going back to an era where it was, you know, where they had the legitimacy of sport. Which is interesting because this is the, right around that steroid time where Vince is sort of trying to separate himself from sport. So his yeah. headlining event at WrestleMania is the most sports friendly of any WrestleMania. Yeah, it's so it's so bipolar of what he's trying to do. It's very with, fascinating. Yeah, um, yeah. The King is pretty unbearable this whole time, uh, but yeah, and they and they're just they're doing what they can with this. But yeah, it's this is a match that I think gets a lot of credit for being like, oh my god, sixty minute Iron Man. You got arguably the number one and two or top two top five guys sure, of all time sure. in a great match. This is not their best match. It's just it's. I feel like I'm watching two guys just practice. It's it's practice. It's also I feel. So in Iron Man, you can trade. You know, you can get pinned or something, and then it's like a score. Is he going to come back? And you could also get counted out. You can count it out, which they keep teasing that someone's going to count it out, and then the other guy breaks the count. But even if they don't break the count, what the problem with this is, you see the clock on the screen from about minute fifty-seven onward, and it counts down. You see the countdown. Yeah. So do you see the ref ten second countouts His are really are thirty not. seconds. Yeah. There's one where he or uh, Shawn Michaels. It's really close to the end. He's maybe twenty feet outside the ring. It's literally a thirty second count in real time. And because Hart breaks the count at like twenty, he doesn't come. That doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't work when you're showing. They could have and they could have solved that by not showing the clock the whole time. But they want it to be a legitimate. Sure. Sure. Or do a real count because you could still even it up. It yeah. doesn't have to end. This is two guys who didn't want to. These are guys. This will come into play, the next one, and then in stuff between WrestleManias. But they're not guys who like each other. There's maybe a begrudging respect at this point. It hasn't totally blown over yet. You, ha- I don't know how you don't respect each other at this point. Like how- they still because they were just different different guys. And I get that completely. But you know, I, I think this is also a match where it's like if they were on the more on the same page. It would have been like this All right, could have been Razor trade. Ramon, yeah, ma- ladder two, match good, yeah, because when that when you had two guys like two guys in the clique who try to make each other look good, trying to steal the show, trying to get paid, they could have traded. You know, you trade pins, you trade, you do the roll ups, but you make someone count, you do mm-hmm. a tap out, whatever it is. You know, there's a lot of ways to make Iron Iron Man matches interesting, and this one it reads like two guys who are like. Fuck you! I'm not. I'm not giving you a pin. Until yeah, I think you're I'm right. Not giving you anything until we absolutely need to. I think you're right. And now looking back with the documentary, is it be, it's not called Beyond the Mat, is it? I think the, that's their series. The Shadows yeah. of 
No, the Bret Hart one. No, I think they're all. It's a Beyond the Mats, the series. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that. Well, it's the the, the famous one with yeah. Bret Hart uh, refusing to lose. Now watching this and talking about it, it's like you should have fucking lost, man. Yeah. And listening to Flair versus and Piper versus like Hart and Hogan, it's like no one really remembers who wins or loses unless right. you're a dick. The thing is, too, like like you go back to Flair, like he's a 16 time champion, 21 time yeah. champion. He lost a lot of times. Yeah. Okay, like. If you were the champion 16, you had to keep losing it, right? Yeah, and you that's know? fine. And like the in the and Diesel no Taker thing, Diesel looked like he won that match, but Taker's got the streak. They both came out ahead in a weird, yeah. fucked up way. And in real life, Kevin Nash won and got a payday. So what does he yeah, care? You he know, doesn't fucking care. and so Hart because Hart is a mark. Like he does believe that this is real in a certain way. Yeah, that's so fascinating. Like, like they all kind of have to have, believe, have some of that, but he has it the most of anybody. I understand that, but your opponent came from the ceiling. On a zip line. You know what I mean? Yeah. He sings his own theme song. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's why a lot of the this this whole, the heart, uh, Michael's, Screwjob, all that stuff is really compelling because it says a lot about the, them. It says a lot about Vince. It says a lot about the business and, like, what type of guys kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. And, like, oh, this is the, one of the only times you're going to side with Vince McMahon, too. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he had the belt on heart. You know, it, it didn't. It wasn't doing great. He put it on yeah. diesel. wasn't doing great. It's time. You know, it's enough is enough. It's yeah. time for a change. So they, you know, and it's not like it's yeah. fascinating. But I also found this to be very much like sports, it, especially like uh, like a basketball game. No, but this is very much a basketball game yeah. because it's like oh, there's some things that happen, and maybe there's. Some I'll nice just watch moves. the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. And it's exactly, fine. and that's all you really need in this match because it's when it, they really turn it on. You know in that last minute and a half because we're going a zero zero tie. We're going into the last minute. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a Bret Hart with a last second victory because yes. he's got him in his signature move. The sharp with, shooter. What? 20 seconds left. Yeah, maybe, maybe if that, and it looks like if he can get him to tap out before this, this win, he's this, obviously the not going to tap right. out. I do have to say at one point when they're really the, the best, uh, Lawler line in this is it 50 minutes in, you're trying to breathe through your mouth, your nose, whatever you've got. I mean, he is in Yogi Bear mode. It's ridiculous. If you're going to watch this as a fan of just like exercise, yeah. it'll definitely make you want to work out. It definitely made me want to like, oh, I should go running or something. Yeah. It's just, especially around minute 50, you're like, oh, these guys could probably go another hour. Yeah. This is a marathon. If they didn't, yeah, it's a marathon, a sprint, and it's really, it's, it's really good. It is impressive in that. I do have to say, like, for all the, for the, the mat work, though, it's just funny because, like, they match that, uh, Bret Hart had with Owen Hart either at the last WrestleMania or their SummerSlam match is better. Like it's not at 10. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's actually not, it's impressive in that way. Yeah. But it, because it's so long. Well, yeah. If you take away the high flying moves, it's just wrestling. It's not pro wrestling. Yeah. That the, the stupid danger is yeah. what makes and this And that's fun. the thing. This is something is evolved at this point for almost a hundred years. We've come to a point. Don't go back to that. No, let it be. It's thing. It's yeah. okay to be an asshole. It's like, yeah. let McDonald's just be McDonald's. Let Shawn Michaels just shake his sexy ass and be yeah. a sexy boy. Let him be a sexy boy, not your boy toy. Yeah. And so the clock runs out, and uh, Brett knows he he knows he didn't get the 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 tap, but basically it's like it's almost like a uh, like a count out. Like he's still the champ. Yes, in his mind. Sure, because there was no winner, and so there's no he he doesn't drop the belt. So he's walking the back, and now Gorilla Monsoon is conferring with the ref. They get the ring announcer. We're going to sudden death. Which is cool. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Give and me that. The, That's yeah. awesome. 
And we yeah. are in a hockey arena as well. Seriously. Yeah, no, it works. I mean, Hart is in character and in real life pissed. Yeah. And they go back in and they do the finish. So he wouldn't even give I think the the sudden death was the like what they planned. Yeah. But in another world, they would have just finished it. It would have been Michael's do it. You know, like I what, know. there's the, no the guy who's not an asshole would just do it. There's do no the reason this couldn't have been a ten to ten match or like even yeah. a two to two, just something. Yeah, and there are other really good. Um, there are other good ones to look up online. Yeah, I mean, Lesnar Angle had some, and yeah, the the Bailey uh, Sasha Banks one from NXT is Love really good. And, and there's fun things you can do with it. You know what a fun thing to do is you do you DQ, you lose a point, but you beat the guy up with a chair. Yep. There's a lot of fun ways to do this, and and so for this one to be the high watermark is bullshit. No, it's just really it's a very technical and boring. It's kind of like probably watching the NBA pre Jordan post Jordan. It's like NBA '83 versus NBA '89. It's like great. Yeah, that was a lot fun. of great jump shots there, guys. Who gives a shit. <laughs> good fundamentals. Yeah, and that's what this is. This is the good fundamentals of wrestling. And but it's, it, it, but it's also the WrestleMania with a backlot brawl. Yeah, and this is this where is the, manic. This is that this is manic. This is this is uh, you know, the uh, this is going to be a basically a low point for. WWF this within a few really months. Bad. Razor Ramon. This and is not nearly as bad as nine, right. which you liked parts of. I, I think the comments, the commentary, put that over. I think this is not nearly as good as ten. No, this is not nearly as good as eleven. But I liked eleven because it was so bad. And eleven had the pop culture stuff that actually yeah. made it. That that's also like an interesting like. Lacking. These are all like we're lacking in pop culture in the like neighbor of L.A. Yeah. That's fascinating. Did too. they even cut to any? I'm trying to think. I don't know if there was one. No, they did. No, that was last night. Jesus, I'm getting them all confused. <laughs> You're like ZZ Top. Oh, oh shit, god. that was 2015. Oh my god. It would actually make more sense in '96 for ZZ Top. Shit. But no, yeah, there's I don't no think celebrities. There is a celebrity. Yeah, it's very so. It's very strange. So it's like he's, they've, and that's the thing too. Like the celebrity heavy one, Lawrence Taylor and JTT and Pamela Anderson. That so didn't much do, fun. It's fun. It didn't do anything. So now we got to pivot. Now we're real sports. Yeah, and now they're he's scrambling, right? Vince yeah, is scrambling. this is blatantly scrambling. You bring back you you bring back Jake the Snake and and Warrior, Warrior who I mean, yeah, Warrior, Warrior, fine, fine, but he can't. Whatever era this is, he can never wrestle. So like, and you bring back two guys. They're trying to hold on the past. They're trying to pivot away from that. Also, Warrior worked because you always had a crazier guy in Macho Man in a way, right. yeah. and you had Hulk. You needed something to press yeah. against. Jake the Snake doesn't need anything to press against, but he's not himself at Warrior, this point. Warrior doesn't work in this universe. No, he doesn't. That being said, Shawn Michaels, we never even got to the celebration. Michaels wins. Yeah. And he celebrates for uh, nine minutes. It is long. You know how I know it's so long? His theme song repeats. Yeah. He's got one of the only theme songs with, music, with lyrics. Yeah. So there's a hard stop, and then it restarts. Yeah. There's no clear cut. Where you could just loop it, where it's not him singing to himself while he cries at a dramatic moment in his life. He still has that theme song. It was played last week on Raw. He needs a different theme song for more serious moments. Maybe an instrumental. It's not hard. Why are you making him listen to himself? That's crazy. It's a rib. It's a rib. I don't think it was. No, but I I like that Hart doesn't. You know, Hart had had his victory, and he got kind of celebrated by everybody in the ring. Yeah. At this point, Michaels is Mike. They're both kind of coming in his faces, and this is that's why it is like, oh, this is the better man will win. Yeah. And he just walks to the back. Michaels actually, after his nine minute crying in the ring thing, he goes and shakes Stu Hart's hand. Yeah, He's, and his and, kids and the kids and the kids. Yeah, because I forgot about that. Shawn Michaels, even he was probably a drunken asshole at this point. 
I like I'll take better person than Bret Hart. Oh, I don't give a shit about drunken asshole. Yeah, he, I'm not married to the guy. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah, whatever. So, I like Sean. The more I learn about Shawn Michaels, the more I like him. Yeah, I, I think definitely. I think the more you watch about Bret, you go, oh yeah, that's why I don't give a shit. That's about why Bret. you were a B plus. You know, yeah, like because. Who cares? I feel like we're going to get that about somebody we both like a lot right now that's going to go away that we'll talk about off mic. Okay. Because they might know us. So we're going to do that later. WrestleMania 12. WrestleMania 12 is our first WrestleMania to end with a recap video of itself. Yeah. With the WrestleMania theme song. Here's the thing. Do you think that was only for the Coliseum video slash current WrestleMania? Or did that happen live if you watched the pay-per-view? Probably. It's... it's Put together hastily enough that it was probably for the pay review. Okay, which makes me think: if you have that technology, why aren't we doing that, or why aren't we recapping things throughout the entire event? We got to cut to the OJ chase, man. Jesus Christ! All right, so this is one of the worst WrestleManias yet. Yeah, don't watch. It's this not one. the worst. Yeah, we'll see. You it's next, one of the next worst. Time, we'll see you next time in the uh, in the Attitude Era. Is that is that already coming? Yeah, I think King of the Ring '96, a couple months. Uh, Jake is that like the, the official start? Kind of. Jake the Snake will lose to Stone Cold. He'll cut a promo is that about. The promo? You got, your, you got your John 316. I got my Austin 316. All right. So, see you uh, in the Attitude Era.